Chapter 7 of Sea Stories for Wonder Eyes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chris Marks. Sea Stories for Wonder Eyes by Mrs. A. Hardy. Jellyfishes. Once upon a time, some very strange sea people came sailing gracefully into port. The bodies of these strange people were shaped like flattened globes or disks, and they were almost as shining and clear as glass. They were pale blue and purple and milky white. A little girl went to walk on the sea sand and saw the strange people. She stood looking at them a moment and then cried out, Oh, see those beautiful and great bubbles! They look like round plates of pale jelly said another child. Both were right, for the strange people looked like great shining bubbles and like globes of pale jelly. Long ago, people had thought the same thing and had named them jellyfishes. Sun jellies, too, they are sometimes called. Queer people, they seem, and the more we learn about them, the queerer and more interesting we find they are. There are many kinds of jellyfishes that ride on the crested waves, that live in the coral groves and the seaweed gardens. Some are several feet across, and others are almost or quite too small to be seen in the daytime. But even the smallest can be seen in the darkest night. That is because these people have such a queer custom. They have pale green lights which they carry with them. That is why they can be seen by night and not by day. There are often so many of these little light-bearers traveling together that they make the waves look as if touched with fire. Sea people who have such light in their bodies are said to be phosphorescent. There are other things beside bubbles and globes of jelly which these queer people resemble. Some of them might be taken for seaweeds. Some look like little morsels of floating ice or tinted sea-foam flowers. Others are like tiny clusters of glittering gems. The sea has so many of these gem-like organisms that we might imagine sometimes that a mermaid's jewel box has burst open and its glittering contents gone shimmering through the sea. The sea is full of animals that feed upon jellyfishes, and it is really a good thing that this is so, for if every jellyfish that is born were to live, the sea would be so full of them that there would be no room for anything else. In some places, they cover the sea for miles and make sea pastures for the great whales. The jellyfish has still another name by which it is called. The other name is Medusa. Medusa was the name of a dragon-like woman who the old Greeks put into one of their stories. Her hair, they said, was a mass of writhing, twisting serpents. Now many of our great jellyfishes have long, streaming threads that float out from their bodies, as it was imagined the Medusa's serpent-like hair streamed out. We call the jellyfishes floating threads tentacles. Some of the tentacles are very pretty and look like bright seaweeds, fine ribbons or glittering threads of glass. In this they are quite unlike the ugly serpent hair of the Gorgon Medusa, 
though the tentacles of the jellyfishes have power to sting, somewhat as a serpent stings, and for this reason great care must be used in examining them, or they will sting us for prying into their affairs. Their tentacles are filled with little stinging poison cells, which are of use to the jellyfish in benumbing its prey and as a defense against its enemies. Around the scalloped edges of some of the jellyfishes, tiny jewel-like points are to be seen. These points are supposed to be eyes. Jellyfish with scores of eyes, do you ever wink? I can see you with my two eyes, more than you, I think. End of chapter 7